Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. <sighs> Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend. Best Friend Podcast. Do not change the channel. Stay right here. We have some amazing things that are going to be said right stay now. Stay dialed in. Stay dialed in. A podcast that you, you cannot can't live, live without. You can't live without. Um, forgot to bring a copy of our latest resource. Forgot to mention it last podcast again. On our on our website, you can find a copy of our latest resource, uh, Proverbs, Parables, and Prayers. Uh, yeah, I think I, t- I actually think I took it with me last week, so I have to bring the the ne- the first uh, the first printing is gone. Um, second printing is uh, is going to show up this week. Want to let everybody know that uh, what we believe about this is that uh, this is this resource is a is a seed. Mm-hmm. These are seeds, like these podcasts are seeds, and these reels and the content that we're making are seeds. And we want you to be um, aware of the opportunity to sow them, sow these things into places where you uh, hope that life will grow. Let me, let me just say, uh, for me, for me, I have. If you go to the website and you see what the cost is, the cost is. And correct me if I'm wrong. Is whatever you want to give. You right. Have, wherever you know. Right, it's pay what you wish. Pay. I mean, our cost is five dollars a a copy. We're just trying not to lose money, but it's pay what you wish. Okay. So what we're trying to do is go ahead. So I, that, so I actually, uh, it's you know during the holiday times we have a Christmas party and all that. So I bought sixty of them to uh, to put in bags for every employee. With a, I'm going to do a handwritten note to every person, uh, and you know just give them a little bit of piece of me of who I am. It's not necessarily a religious book. It's just a kind of meditation book. You can take it or leave it. You know, it's not shoving Jesus down their throat. It's just talking. You know, you describe what it is. It's it's more of a meditation kind of thing. How to pray or it's conversation. It, well, I call it Holy Spirit conversation starters. Uh, there's look, people want to, you. You can call it. I don't think we're religious at all. I don't even understand the word. I like. I'm not a religious guy. Uh, so when you say that, I kind of laugh yeah. about us. Like, right. okay, but I've been. I don't think the well, Holy people Spirit, are sensitive yeah, nowadays. Know, you know. know, shoving religion down someone's throat. Oh, these days, you yeah. think that's new? Yeah. Well, okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's just, look. Here's what I think. I think that. Um, if you if you want someone to have a conversation with the Holy Spirit, which you do, because the the more people who start having conversations with the Holy Spirit, the more the kingdom comes and the more his will is done. And his kingdom is the kingdom that you want to be a part of. His economy is the economy you want to be a part of. His righteousness, his justice system is is what you want to be a part of. His administration is what you his political system his kingdom system Amen. that's what you really want to be a part of and if you're and if you're paying any attention at all to <laughs> to world events and to the scene uh, out there you you would agree that the all of those things are not working well for people the po- political system economic system uh the the administration uh, this is just not working well. So his kingdom is a kingdom that you can be a part of. So people who are in conversation with the Holy Spirit bring the kingdom. They start in their own selves. They bring it to their families. Their families bring it to their neighbors. Their neighborhoods bring it to their communities. Their communities bring it to their culture. The culture starts to change. 
And I think there's a lot of people out there, especially Christians are like this, who've already decided just to pull the wool over, you know, pull the blanket over their head and wait for Jesus to come back. And, and I got to tell you guys out there, that's not the kind of tribe that we're building. That's not what we're about. Um, we're about becoming the tribe that brings the change that, um, that sees people ushered into the kingdom of God. This has been going on all the way since the Thessal second the first and second Thessalonians a bunch of people were hanging around uh, hanging on rooftops waiting for Jesus to come back and uh, and wanting to save them you know suicidal rapturists dude who just want Jesus to come back and get them out of their mess um, if Jesus comes back I'm I'm ready I'm, I'm hoping to meet him ready to meet him glad to meet him glad I would be super super glad if he came back today but I he says I'm, I don't even know when I'm coming back. So all the people who are trying to pull the wool over your eyes right now or, or, or tell you this is the end times. This is, okay, people, do you understand people have been saying that for 2,000 years? Get on with it. Just like the very first people that watched Jesus ascend in, in Acts chapter 1, um, the angels come along and they go, hey, what are you guys standing around looking up for? Like, didn't Jesus tell you to, to get on with some stuff? Yeah. And, and, and yes, He's, he's given us his spirit. He's given us the ministry of reconciliation. Let's get to Get on it. with it. What's up? That's the tribe. So doing. here's the challenge again to the tribe here. Listen. Please listen. Participate in this. Start laying seeds. This is, this is going to be an ongoing thing on what we're talking about, and we're going to elaborate as the weeks go on. But we're creating the movement. It's starting to happen. Things are coming together. Take Look, it's the holiday season. Go to the website. Shipping will be shipped to your house. Lay some seed. In fact, what's an amazing thing, and we're going to get on to the Bible study real quick. What's the amazing thing is you can go through the whole book and see the whole book online. So if you're worried, if you're worried about what it's going to say, you can go ahead and read it, okay? And you can read the whole book. Lay the seed. It's a great way to introduce someone to something that you may believe, that you believe, and kind of like, you know, hey, here's something that I use, I've read, I think it's good. And uh, give it to your family. Give it to your family members. Surprise them with something that maybe that you've never given someone before. I'm going to surprise 60 people <laughs> on. Uh, uh, and you know what's going to happen? They're going to love it. Oh, they are going to love it. Everybody who's seen it loves it. And no one throws it away. That's the other thing. It's it's so beautiful inside. The pictures are so beautiful. It's the kind of thing that you don't throw away. No, uh, it's going to sit. It's going to sit somewhere, and it's going to uh, it's going to take a hold of people. And. Uh, and it's going to bring life. Let's talk about Cherie. Uh, yeah. Well, with our, our friends up in uh, New York City, up in Harlem, uh, Sam and Cherie, want to uh, say, first of all, we're praying for you. Mm. Um, and they, uh, Cherie had some issues this week. And we just want to say this. Here, we've got a fantastic text from Cherie. And I so, I so connected with it. Um, she was really under, under the gun. And I'm not going to give away her. It's, it's her story to tell. Maybe we'll get her to. To, to send us uh, an audio clip that we could put on air so you could hear oh, it in our own words. Great. Yeah, or, or maybe just call in and we're still trying to figure those things out. But we, but, but Shireen just gave this awesome testimony uh, about Jesus meeting her on the train and in, in, in the subway and in, in the city on her way to work. And she just needed, she needed to know that she was absolutely loved. And of course, of course, that's what that's what the Holy Spirit specializes in, <laughs> like telling you that he loves you, that God loves you, that you're important, that he sees you, that he hears you. 
that you you have a name and it isn't a cog in the wheel and, they, and Cherie's a mom but she's not a mom and Cherie's a uh, a daughter but she's not a daughter and she's a wife but she's not a wife Cherie is God's child and she has a particular name we talk about this all the time and uh, he just tapped her on the shoulder and loved on her and uh, and got her to worshiping <laughs> which it was beautiful. I, I have my own experience that I've told on air a couple of times. I think about this happening to me in Naples, Italy, um, years and years ago, and uh, very similar. I, and it made me worship. It made me go, oh, yeah, I want to thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you did for rescuing me. And I'm going to thank Sherry for sharing that, and we're going to ask our tribe. Listen. Tell some, us your story. Yeah, man. Tell us, please. It was it was so encouraging that we hear other people's stories. You won't be, I mean, you will believe it. Just yeah. when you hear encouraging stories, uh, it brings strength in your own, you know, you related to it. Yeah. I related in a little bit different way. It was just like, and and that you, that you took the time and cared that you would want to share that with us. That's probably the most important thing. Dude, and I know we're just, we're taking up, this is very important stuff to me. Last night at a staff meeting at, for uh, Hopewell, the counseling center where I work, um, our one of our new our, actually I think she is our newest um, staff member Cassie uh, just I love Cassie her story, her story is like she's only been a Christian about eight years and she's telling her story about she's she's in jail which is a long story long story she says and someone meets her there a woman meets her in jail and just basically what you know without you, depends on what words you want to use prophesies over her and says. Jesus. You know you're you're going to know God. You're going to uh, you know He's going to save your life. He's, and she doesn't know God at all at this point. Like she's in jail, doesn't know God at all. And somebody prophesies over you're going to you're going to meet God. You're going to know God. He's going to show you who you are. He's going to provide um, a, a a good Christian man for you to meet and marry and get married. And like she's speaking this all. Over. And so. She's telling her testimony last night, and she was teaching about, we do this little devotional, she's teaching about faith. And what she does is she asks everybody in the room to write down uh, a miraculous event that's happened in their life, in their whole life. You got me, man. I'm, I'm listening to everyone. Okay, listen, yeah, that's good. A miraculous event that's happened any time in your life, one that's happened in the last year, and then one that you've seen, you've witnessed in someone else's life. So three things. All your life, miracle. Okay. A miracle you've seen in the last year. Or a miracle that you've witnessed in the life of someone else. And you write three strips of paper. She passes it around. She puts them all in the basket. And then she read them. This is complete, as far as I know, this is completely her idea. It was an amazing idea. Because what's happening she, she had taken the assignment to teach about faith. Okay, so what happened when she read all of those things? Like she oh, she, she picks them out one at a time, yeah. and she starts reading. It's kind of funny because Kron, my friend that runs the place, his, you can't read his writing, so he's got to translate his own writing that he just wrote. But we start to tell these miraculous things that we've seen. And you can sense and understand and feel faith rising in the room. What happens is I get I get Cherie's story, I get Kron's story, I get Nick's story, I get Ron's story, and as you hear them, it isn't just like it's my story then. 
It's our story. It's our story, yes. and it belongs to us. This thing that we're doing out of the Gospel of Luke, it, we're telling Mary's story. Mary's story gets to be our story. You know, that she gets to be the mother of, of Jesus. Like, it gets to be our story. It was such an amazing time. And it was, it was just like, oh, yeah. Let's be reminded when we sit with people, and this is a bunch of counselors, let's be reminded when we're sitting with people that God can do anything. And boy, when you heard some of the stories, I mean, uh, what do you mean? Is, somebody is the, gets shot in the face. Our one of our 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 new um, our new front desk lady, Sarah, says her brother gets shot in the face by a hollow tip bullet. Um, I'm pretty sure it was accidentally, but anyway, it's a dud. Goes in, you know, hits him in the mouth and goes out next to his ear, and and, and basically is unharmed. You know, and and you just that's just one of like yeah, yeah. all the stories were so <laughs> were so good. I want to, just real quick, you said, and these are a bunch of counselors hearing things about faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about faith. And what does that do for you in counseling? Uh, well, w- when you sit with people who have really big problems, you go, yeah. can God yeah. do anything about right. this? Right. Because that's a job where you hear heavy, heavy things all the time. You know, you... You hear about things like that. Oh, you know, for example, well, my sister's in jail. Okay, well, now I just heard about, <laughs> now I just heard about this something that happened to this person in jail and changed her whole life. Well, my my friend just got injured. Yeah, well, watch this. You know, it's it's amazing. Encouraging each other with your stories on how God has met you, and even encouraging people how you have failed and God has met you are amazing things. Right. Amazing things that uh, give me inspiration. So again, thank you, Sherry, for that. Last thing about prophecy. Uh, I want to just talk about that because I got excited when you said they prophesied. Okay, a prophecy is something that you see a vision, right? And you're going to, what not, is prophecy? Not necessarily. Okay. I mean, it's someone speaking a word over you uh, about uh, about the things of God, I think. It could be very simple. I, you know, it could be if if God okay. speaks a word over you, or you, it could be a vision. It could be a vision of the future. It could be something okay, of the okay, present. Okay. Um, it's uh, well, the scriptures are are written down. They're they're basically prophecy, and there's there that's the way the the, the uh, Bible is written. You know, the Holy Spirit saying things to people and them writing them down. Um, so it's there's. It's not just one thing, and I guess that's probably pretty common. It's like a, a prophetic vision is a kind of vision. But yeah, that's, I, I, that's what I thought it always always was. Yeah, no, I could speak. Someone, if someone heard a word of uh, encouragement over you and just said, "Hey, listen, I want you to know that you're a son of God today," that could that's be prophecy. Okay. Yeah, okay. depends on the source, really. I Where's it coming from? I yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so we've taken up <laughs> a good chunk it of doesn't our, matter. No. our time. Um, and uh, this is the Bible study version of the podcast. We do uh, a midweek uh, version. Um, I, I have an idea of what we can do here. I'll hold on them and just set it up. Go ahead. We, we read, we're reading through the Gospel of Luke, and we're asking the Holy Spirit to identify, to identify identity messages where there's identity in, at stake here because our, our premise is that Jesus is the only person in the history of the world who ever knew who he was and who always knew who he was and never forgot. And we are all trying to figure out both who he is and who we are. And the people in the Gospels are also trying to figure out who Jesus is and who they are 
and take their place relative to Jesus, which is the point. You got to take your place relative to Jesus or you really don't know who you are. Um, and so we're asking the Spirit, as he wrote this down, as he wrote the Bible down, uh, to point to places and go, that's about identity right there. All right. And for us to just pick up on it and let him speak to us about who we are, who Jesus is, who the people in the story are, how that all works together. All right? Okay. All right, so let's uh, let's go. We're, I'm just going to take this one verse right here. And just, the only reason we're doing one we're going to probably end soon we are, are for the newcomers because there's always newcomers and you got to understand these podcasts last between 20 and 25 minutes minutes purposefully all right purposely the, the concept original concept was hey you can listen to it in the morning as you're going to work or when you're coming back from work or when you're doing you know we're not going to do 45 minutes an hour hour and a half we're just asking for 20 25 minutes of your time you know to be part of this tribe and whatever's going to happen as you listen so go ahead. We got uh, yeah. not much time. Well, we started. We're, we're yeah. Verse uh, chapter one of Luke, uh, verse fifty-six. We we talked about Mary's song last week, and which was a it's amazing. Mary's song is mm. uh, what happens after she goes to visit her her relative Elizabeth. Elizabeth is pregnant with John the Baptist. Um, Mary is now pregnant with Jesus, okay? This has all gone on. We've only got to verse 56 of the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke, and all of this is going on. These barren people are, are, are now having babies. A virgin is now having a baby. The whole, all of these people's lives are being reordered around this, this new, this identity, this event that's getting ready to happen, Jesus coming. Um, I just want to read this verse 56 and see if you pick up on something okay. that I picked up on a long time ago and see if it makes sense. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. All right. Mary stayed with Elizabeth. So she went to Elizabeth in, the, in Elizabeth's sixth month. Okay. That's the start of this story. And she left after she had stayed with Elizabeth about three months. Okay, so the thing happens. Here's the order of things. Elizabeth gets pregnant. The angel visits Mary. Mary is, in, uh, the Holy Spirit comes over her. The power of the Most High, you know, is, overshadows her. And she becomes, she conceives Jesus Christ. First thing she does, runs off to see Elizabeth because the angel says, hey, Elizabeth is pregnant too. You follow right, me? Right. Okay, so that's in the story. So she immediately upon becoming impregnated with Jesus, leaves town goes to see her goes to see Elizabeth who's six months pregnant right now she stays three months and then she returns home okay why <laughs> well having grandchildren I think you have babies after nine months I never put that together so she either popped one out or popped one out after soon after she left what's your thoughts well the very next verse says that she did when it was time uh, yeah, I'm, I'm double checking myself. Up in verse 36, it says Elizabeth was is in her sixth month. Yeah, okay, yeah. so so Mary Mary gets up, goes there, stays three months, gets this announce you know, this announcement over top of her from Elizabeth. You're you are pregnant. Stays three months and then returns home. And then you see this in verse 57. When it's time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son, which happened basically as soon as Mary left. Right. 
Okay, you know women, and this is not a, this is a statement about a lifetime full of being around women. Listen, I don't what know if woman? I, I don't know if I do know women. Uh, okay, well, we don't know women. We know maybe this much about a woman. Okay, Let's yeah, say this. I'll go for that. Would, would a woman pass up the opportunity to see a, her loved one have a baby? Okay, now that is a great freaking question. I guess the question would, why would? Yeah. Why would? I'm just saying, like, I watch, I watch my wife. My wife wants to drag me off to every single baby that's born within Hampton Roads that's possibly, you know, related to us <laughs> through friendship or, you know, in-laws, outlaws, marriage. It doesn't matter. My wife wants to see that baby. So tell me why Mary splits before the baby's born. Dude. Because she does. She's gone. Oh, do, you, do you have a fact you're going to give me or you're an assumption? She left. I know. That's a fact. I know that. But are you going to tell me why? I have, I, I, have a theory? I, I have an idea and I think it is about identity. And I think the Holy Spirit's revealed this to me a long time ago. Oh, but it, but he reminded me of it today. All right, go ahead. Well, it, how long does it take you to start showing? Two months. Three mm, months. Probably about four. Four I mean, months? Okay. A lot. Be, but being in general, I'm saying like you can't, right. you're three four months months. pregnant. Right, right, right. right. You, okay, four you months can, you start you seeing. You can still maybe yeah. not yeah. look. And I'm thinking what Mary is doing here is like she has to get home and talk to Joseph before she starts showing, before it's oh, obvious. Geez. That's what I think is going on here. I think it's like, what you can't convince me that a woman's going to skip this birth because this is a miraculous birth. This this is a miraculous birth that Elizabeth is going to give in her old age. You can't convince me that she would just leave for no reason. And I think she is doing this out of mercy for for Joseph, but also out of like this change of identity has has made her aware of her responsibility like she has to so, get so back. joseph does not know as far as i can tell oh he doesn't God. know yet i don't know like the other gospels what the timeline of, of it of it is is like it's it's really not as clear because if you read the other gospels it appears like this happens bang 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 you know uh, joseph and uh, mary gets the the angel uh you know joseph gets a dream don't put her away no 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 but if you read this gospel, it's, it reads like this. As soon as she knows that this is going to happen and Gabriel leaves her, bam, right, she's right. out the door. She wants to see That's it. the way it's written. Okay, so tell, let's, let's finish it with this. So what are, you, what are you telling me that tells you about her identity? Well, it, it's, it, it cuts both ways. I could see this being like, I don't want to be publicly, I don't want to show up pregnant publicly um, until I've until I've talked to Joseph, um, it could be um, I don't want to show up pregnant publicly at all. You know, uh, I'm I'm not sure exactly what it, how it necessarily um, impacts her identity. Other than this, she does care. She cares. She cares. Like there's a reason. You yeah, right. There's, you didn't just leave home. You didn't just leave Elizabeth's side for no That's reason. That's very fair. Like you, you were thinking. Of, I think she's thinking about Joseph. I think she's thinking about Joseph's identity because 
he is engaged to a woman who's going to turn up pregnant. And as we know by reading the other Gospels, that's not going to be good for him. You know, I never even thought of it like that, dude. So she she tells him what's happened, and she's already pregnant and showing. Well, that's why I said not Gosh. quite showing. Not quite showing, but yeah. it's coming soon. It's coming soon, yeah. So anyway, look, we got to land it there. This is maybe food for thought. Here's the, here's the thing for sure we go back to. Mary's identity has been radically transformed. She sings this beautiful song. She understands that everything is in the world is changing. The the high are going to be low. The low are going to be high. You've reached out. You've 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 seen the unseen you know, the unseen people, the, the people who are not seen. And maybe at this point she's going like, I need to go see Joseph. I need to let him know that God sees him too. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>